welcome back. Special week here. Two auto presses in one week, Stu. We are joined by legendary friend of the podcast, uh, longtime friend of mine, Justin Tereshko. Justin is here to do a little preview of the U.S. Amateur, which he is participating in. Justin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. This is a longtime listener, first-time participant, so super, <laughs> super excited. Time. Long time, first time. I'm a little disappointed. Um, I gave you an autopress koozie back in September, and I don't see it. We're doing a FaceTime here because Justin does not have uh, service. So, well, we're I don't, just I don't doing know what's FaceTime going on audio. Here. The autopress, the autopress auto koozie is. I'm at my parents' house currently, and it, I left it at my house, which there in turn should be an autopress on the first tee when I get out to Oregon. I mean, because how is that I forgot thing not, How is that thing not in your bag? It actually is in my golf bag, but because I got a new job, I switched golf bags and did not transfer <laughs> the koozie over. <laughs> well, that works out. So you were telling us before we started, you, you leave in the morning for at 4 a.m. Run us through your travel plans the next two days here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm at my parents' house in southern Indiana. Um, we're leaving at 3.30 in the morning to go up to Indianapolis. And from Indianapolis, I'm flying to Salt Lake City. And then from Salt Lake City, flying to Eugene, Oregon. Um, and then driving the two and a half hours from Eugene down to Bandon. And, oh, got got the best news I could possibly get maybe half an hour ago. Check my email. Delta bumped me up to first class for the flight from Salt Lake to Eugene. I mean, the, the small things in life. During COVID, that's that's a very irrelevant thing because nobody sits next to you on the plane anyway, and there's no booze. So first class is irrelevant right now. Everybody's first class. Wow. There's no booze. There's no booze. You, you have to bring your own. So if you have oh, minis, brutal. if you have some minis, you got you got to pack up. I'm I'm no longer excited anymore. Can I like turn down this complimentary upgrade and then get it the next time I want it? Like, does it work like that? <laughs> no, you're in trouble. <laughs> We were we were looking at the the pairings. You got a you got a featured pairing this week. Austin Eckrode, who is I guess probably going to be a senior at Oklahoma State, and Sean Knapp, a, a past USGA champion, senior won the the uh, senior mid am. We just looked in twenty seventeen. What'd you do to get that that prized pairing? I, I have no idea how I got how I got paired with those two. I, I guess they couldn't put three super studs all in a group, so they're like, well, we'll. <laughs> We'll just get this this Tereshenko guy because that's what they'll announce me as on the first tee. So, how do you how do you get announced again? Tereshenko. I've I have heard every pronunciation in the book. And it they, is. They, it, I, I've heard that one. I've heard some people think I'm Japanese. I hear Tereshiko <laughs> is probably the most <laughs> like if, if they don't know if they don't know me and they just see the name. I get that a lot. Um, I get Tershanko, which there's no N in my last name, but I guess because golf and shank, I, I don't know. But um, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited that people will be following my group. Actually, never mind, no one will be following because there's no fans. <laughs> so, no fans. Um, I was talking to Spencer Austin's dad. I guess you can bring three people, including your caddy. Is that right? Two people, including your caddy. Ooh. Brutal. Wow. Do they all yeah. have to do a COVID test? Yeah, everybody that you bring has to do a COVID test, and 
they sent you like you you had there were only four places you could stay on property and like you couldn't do an airbnb you could only stay either on property or at one of three selected hotel locations and everyone in your travel party so i guess it's only you and two others you all have to get tested and you all have to stay in the same room and if anyone in that room tests positive at any point during the week you're done Oh. No way. <laughs> Regardless of whether you have it, don't have it, symptoms, no symptoms. If any one of your two guests test positive throughout the week, you're out. And we're we're talking to you. It's it's Wednesday night right now. You did your test when Monday or yesterday? Uh, I did it. I did my test Friday. Oh, Friday. I think and got the results on. No, I did it last Wednesday and got the results on Friday. Jeez. So you had to get you had to get a test within ten days of arrival, and then they're testing you. You have to be there by noon on Friday, the seventh, in order to get tested. Oh, so they do an on-site test too? Correct. So you had to have a negative, which I don't understand. Like I got it ten days before the right. <laughs> like I mean, as if I can't do anything in the next ten in those ten days to possibly get it. So I COVID COVID doesn't grow. Much. COVID doesn't grow. <laughs> ten days from a testing time, COVID doesn't grow. <laughs> so, so did they I'm actually just, have qualifying this year? No, it was oh. all. They were all exemptions based on previous finishes in certain USGA championships. And then it was the top 225 players in Wagger at a specific date. And then they threw the old guys some love. So I guess they looked at the demographics of like the last five championships and saw that there was an average of, I don't know, 25 or 30 guys that were mid-ams that played every year. So they did the top, I think it was top 25 guys ranked in Wagger that were, over the age of 25. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did, so they do I, the same, did they do a similar thing for juniors too? I don't think so. <laughs> but there's, there, there's a few juniors that I saw on there that I wouldn't think had great wagger rankings. And I, I think if it was a, I think if you were a quarter finalist at the junior last year, I think you got in, it might've been around to 16. Okay. I don't know. I was just surprised at a couple people I saw. Um, I'm not going to name names. I can do that off the air with you. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the the thing that I thought was the was pretty funny is that they were they wanted to try and convince you that it would you could still play your way into the tournament. So if you were the winner or runner up at the North South Am, the Southern Am, the Sunny Hannah, or the Western. If you were winner or runner up at those four events, you got in. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Eighty-five to ninety percent of those fields were already exempt, right? In the U.S. And, so, and you've played both the Western and the Sunny Anna. Yes. What's what's amateur golf been like so far? It was definitely different, both at the Western and the Sunny Anna. You were not allowed to touch the flag sticks. And there were no rakes in the bunkers. They had volunteers that were raking. And if you were happened to be in a footprint or a, an area that wasn't raked, you were able to, you were able to drop, but you may as well have just played the ball as it lies. Cause it, I mean, as you guys know, you drop it in a bunker, it sits down. <laughs> so, um, 
and uh, they still had they had the plastic things in the bottom of the holes, which at the sunny Hannah, it got a little windy one day and it rained. So like the plastic would like rise up a little mm. <laughs> and the flag would lean. But you couldn't actually, touch it. I actually, the second round, the back nine, I actually had the lead at the time. And I hit a two and a half foot putt for birdie that hit the flag dead center and bounced right back at me. Amazing. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It happened to me earlier in the round, too, but it was like a 50-footer, so I wasn't complaining. <laughs> Stewart played with Jason Day at the Sunny Anna. Oh, my goodness. Did your neck hurt from looking, having to look straight up in the air every time he hits it? No, it hurt because I was watching him make every putt he looked at, and she's like 62. <laughs> did, he, did he win? No, it was, this was the last round, and we were kind of middle of the pack, and then he shot – 64 or 5 the last day to finish pretty high but he was hanging out with with the old with the 22 year old college senior and he was 18 oh i was like you know if 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 i wasn't you know he'd be a great pick for me for the pga this week in san francisco but i he's probably gonna wd because he slept on his neck wrong because it's a little chilly in san Fran. it's definitely gonna be, have a hard time warming up i mean i don't know how he passes like i'm I'm here catting the LPJ, and every day I have to submit this roster thing where I, I say I don't have any symptoms, but there's like a list of things that, it's like one of those commercials. Have you ever had a sore throat? Have you ever, have you ever not slept through the whole night? <laughs> it's like, yes, I have that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how has Jason Day not gotten COVID? I mean, he, he tried to get it. You remember it was maybe the <laughs> second week out there he. He played, wanted to play by himself and took a test because he, he felt down. That was the most, that, <laughs> that's the the most incredible move ever. He requested to play by himself because he might have COVID. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> a power move. Hold on. One more, one more question about the Sunny Hannah. Um, before we move on, you were, you were talking about the pins and everything. What is the truth to them playing the 10th hole twice for a number of groups? That actually happened. <laughs> so so they offered exemptions to the U.S. Amateur in an event where some of the field played 19 holes one day? So so the final round, they did split tees because they made a cut after three rounds. So the final round, they did split tees. I think it was maybe top 50 in ties. Yeah, congrats on making that this year. <laughs> Thank you. I was like almost WD'd in round three because I'm old and my back hurt. But I made the cut. Your boy was T50 after 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 three rounds. So they start on the 10th tee. And the 10th tee is maybe, I don't know, 100 and, 125, 150 yards away from the from the putting green. And I'm up there. I think my tee time's like 10, 20. I'm like the second to last group off of number 10. And all of a sudden I see – it's 10, 10. And I'm like, I'm going to hit one more putt and walk over there. And then all of a sudden I see someone walking up and I like, I recognize him. And I look at my phone at the tee times and I'm like, his tee time is nine fifty. What did this guy WD? And he's walking up and he's like, no, he's like, they had to change the pin after the first couple groups they are like 30 minutes behind. <laughs> I'm like, what? They, they knew from the beginning and they didn't tell anybody. Like they were still announcing over the loudspeakers that next on the tee at ten twenty, and they hadn't even teed off the nine fifty group yet. <laughs> How bad was the pin position? It, it was so 
the pin was back left kind of in the because the pin it kind of slopes the green kind of basically everything funnels to the middle of the green it's almost like a little punch bowl and they had it back left and i guess someone in the uh, hunter walcott was the kid he was in like the third or fourth group off he hit it to like i don't know 20 feet putted it up and it got up to like a foot and rolled back to like three feet well he missed his three footer and he lipped it out or something and it like rolled back past him like to like six <laughs> feet and then like he hit it again and left it short and it rolled right back to his feet oh. and so then they were like okay wait a minute and so they went and changed it after his group and then because of the split tees once every once the groups that had already played it once they finished nine someone was there to tell them they had to go play number <laughs> 10 again Cole, Cole Hammer birdied number 10 in the Cole Hammer birdied it in the morning and was like first group out. And I, I, I he didn't make birdie it again. That's he didn't make par or bogey. He couldn't keep it. That's no, no option to keep your score. <laughs> well, I've, I've never heard of that before. And it's not like they moved the flag. Like they completely changed the hole. Like it went from back left to like front middle. <laughs> I mean, it was like a difference of like 15 yards. That is beautiful. That is that was the best news I've ever that made heard about. J- that made JP's. <laughs> that made JP's night. Yeah, that that made the comeback to amateur golf complete for me. <laughs> so, so how many uh, how many USAMs is this going to be? This will be my third USAM. Nice. I played stat, in. Stat of the night here, Stuart. There are five people competing this week that also competed in the 2014 USAM. And one of them is Justin Tresco. <laughs> where was 2014? And, where, or sorry, where are the other ones you played? Let's go to there. It, it was uh, 2014. Was at Atlanta Athletic Club. Okay. And I played in 2017, and that was at uh, Riviera and Bel Air. And ask him who he played in that one. Who did you play in that one? And I'm in 2017 at Riviera. I made it. I finished uh, I don't know, right around 20th in stroke play and lost one down to John Oda. Oh, it was 2014 you played. And then year. in 2014, I finished like 25th. Got pair. I didn't even know what Wagger was at this time or scratch player rankings or I didn't know any of these amateur ranking stuff. And I get paired with this guy named Xander Shufale <laughs> is how I pronounced it at the time. And I had no idea. I didn't look him up. Didn't want to know anything get to the first tee, shake his hand, bogey the first hole. One, I'm one down. I'm like, oh, oh, boy, here we go. Well, anyways, long story short, maybe two hours and 15 minutes later, I birdie the 12th hole to beat him seven and six. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was he was ninth in scratch and like 17 in Wagger at the time. And I didn't even know what these – I didn't even know what these rankings were. And then – I, uh, the next, I lost, I ended up losing the next day and I played double the amount of holes. I played, I lost in 24 holes to Jimmy Mullen from England. And, uh, he ended up, I think he ended up going five and oh, or four and oh at the Walker cup later that year. So he's pretty good. Well, you and Xander are both playing in the same time zone this week. That's true. That's true. I was like, uh, some college buddies, um, college buddies always say that Xander doesn't play well when he's in the same state as me because he, he can oh, sense no. my presence and I guess I can't remember if it was the work day or if it was the memorial but I was driving from Lexington Kentucky to Indianapolis and I go through Ohio for maybe five minutes 
And one of my buddies sends me a text. He's like, did you go through Ohio this morning? And I was like, mm, yes. Why? And they're like, Xander just turned in 42. He knew you were there. <laughs> Dang, I need to rethink my DraftKings lineup. I've been been working a heavy Xander lineup. This is not this is not good. Well, well is it California and Oregon? Oh, that's right. I think they, right. I, I think oh, they border said, each other. You said time like, zone. I'm sorry. I, I was... I think it's. I think he's. I think he's a safe bet this week. He's. He's a lock for a top ten finish. Well, wow. definitely since he's not in your state, I. I got confused there when JP said time zone. So we're never mind. We're good. We're good. We're good. That's that Auburn education there, Stu. And for the record, <laughs> for the record, our golf games have gone in two completely opposite directions since I beat him that day. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, he won. Uh, what what did he win the tour championship? Won like four million dollars in one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I better rethink my D three golf coach lifestyle if I want to make four million dollars before I die. Was your new Was your new contract not uh not that high? <laughs> it it was not. It is not as high as the ACC D one boys are. <laughs> yeah, but the, at least you're still playing. Yeah, absolutely. Dang. So when did you find out that you were in the USAM? I found out from my boy who Monroe Invitational Champion, Kevin O'Connell. Mm. Won the won the US Mid Am in twenty eighteen, played the Masters. Oh my goodness. All he had to do was get up and down from short on eighteen to make the cut and he didn't. But anyways, that's for another story. But he was he was on a call, I guess, since he was a USGA champ. He got on a call in, I want to say it was May, that kind of, they kind of hinted at that they were going to do it via the rankings and they weren't going to cancel it and they weren't going to do qualifying. So I kind of found out in mid mid to end of May that I would most likely be in, but I don't think they released it until middle of June. Gotcha. But I mean, this is going to be by far the deepest U.S. amateur field of all time. I was about to say, this is, has yeah. to be the strongest one. I mean, right? I, I wouldn't be shocked if they looked into, by the way, this. there's no inside info here. This is just me thinking that, because currently the exemption for your World Amateur Golf ranking is top 50 players. I have a feeling they might extend it to 75 or 100 after they see how deep and good this field is. I think they might look into changing it, because... Right now, I think it, it's 78 spots is in your qualifiers equals three players going to the championship. I wouldn't be surprised if they upped it or if they cut it down to two and just added 50 more exempt spots just to make sure that the field is the strongest that they can possibly get. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always felt like they – back when I was in college, I don't know. Like the only way you got exempt was basically to get to the quarterfinals the year before. Um, and then they ended up eventually giving one exemption to the person who won NCAAs, and that was like it, you know, other than past champions and stuff. So you always got kind of a weird field, but, yeah, this is definitely going to be a very strong field, and it's gotten better. I don't know why they wouldn't give exemptions and try to get the best players there. Yeah. And and you got everybody that graduated college and can't turn pro right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so how about this? So the third round I played with Quade Cummins, or the third round at the Sunny Hannah, I played with <laughs> Quade Cummins from Oklahoma. <laughs> Found out 
he can play in the midium next year. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's like he's 24. He turns 25 in March. And he, I was like, can you, can you please turn pro before you, at the end, you know, before the fall starts, so you don't have, so you can't play in the midium. Right. <laughs> he's gonna be 25 next year. He's gonna be 25. Wow. Why? How did that happen? I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I think. Like I, he said something. He was held back. Well, this was his. I think this was his fifth year, anyways. I think, and he's using the extra year for the that they free year that they got for COVID. So I think it's his sixth year in college. And I think he said he was started kindergarten late or something. So I guess just it compounded. But still, I mean, he's going to be 25 competing at the NCAA championship if they have it next spring. <laughs> so have you ever played band and dunes? I have not. I have never played links golf i went over to england to recruit at the british junior british boys last summer and i played a golf course there but it was on the side of a cliff and there really wasn't much links golf because there were trees and but i mean i've heard great things about it i've heard it's i've heard that basically if you're within 50 yards and there's not a bunker in the way you better get out your putter (laughs) very firm firm around there huh have, have either of you guys been out there i have not they don't let me go to the west coast <laughs> if if uh if jp could have caddied one hole better at the uh oh my god at the four ball a few years ago we would have been exempt and then we would have had to go yeah what? We oh, lost. did they give? Did they give the 2018? No, the the U.S. Four Ball was there after Stewart. After it was at Jupiter Hills. Oh. And, and we were. They only gave exemptions to the semifinalists, so we didn't get an exemption. And then they didn't even try to. And qualify. then we didn't try to qualify because we didn't want to try to go. <laughs> <laughs> they they made it. They made it to the quarterfinals and didn't even put an entry in next year. <laughs> That's a joke that you weren't exempt to begin with. <laughs> I thought that was pretty. I thought that was thought pretty it, poor. I thought it was a bit. I thought it was a bit odd that they gave the winners of the four ball. Because I mean, like, oh, they I mean, put like, them I, in the USAM. I, mean, I know. I mean, I know Scott Harvey and Todd Mitchell, and but I was just surprised because they won it at Bandon last year. Yeah, but it was on two completely different golf courses. Yeah, that's. The golf courses aren't even this. The two that we're playing the next week aren't even the same. They're two completely different ones than what the four ball was on last year. Yeah, I think if you win the U.S. four ball, you get into the USAM for like three years. I don't. I think they that was just the thing they did for this year. I don't think the winners have ever gotten in. Yeah, they did because Cole Hammer and uh, Frankie Campin got in after they won it. They probably would have gotten in anyway. The, the runner ups got in too. Mark Dahl played. I don't think the yeah, but they could just qualify. I think they could just qualify. I don't know, whatever. I think only the only the Stewart, champions this year. What JB? Stewart was all concerned that he was going to have to explain to Anna how to get another ten days off from life to go to Bandon <laughs> Dunes. So he, so he made it six in the first playoff or in the fourth playoff hole. No, no, that's not true. They made a birdie. <laughs> they made a birdie to lose, or for us to lose. 
are you bringing anybody with you? Yeah, my my dad's coming and and he's gonna be on the bag. He wouldn't he wouldn't miss it for the world. Did he have to take the ten day COVID or does he just take the on site one? No, he had the, he, we both took it the same. We both took it the morning of the. I had an afternoon tea time at the Western AM at Crooked Stick. I stayed at my parents' house because it's only about an hour and fifteen hour and a half away. And we went the morning of the second round to get tested. It was super, super quick and easy. It's just I just wish they didn't stick the swab so far into your brain. This timing mm. makes no sense. The Western AM just finished this past weekend. Uh, yeah, Pearson Cootie won on Saturday. Wow. Dang. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> they played in a monsoon. The third and fourth round because they play 36 in a day and i've never been happier to miss a cut in my life <laughs> well don't say that who are you gonna you got practice rounds lined up yeah yeah they already so they so they sent out the emails to the practice round and they had you group so you have to play i think if you whatever course you're playing day one is the first round one is the course you have to play in your first practice round and whatever course you're playing round two is the one you play the day before the competition starts. And so, but they didn't tell you, like I was trying to do it on my phone. I was playing in a pro-am at Valhalla and Kevin O'Connell texts me. He's like, Hey, here's my tea times. And I go in and I, and it won't let me sign up for his group. And I'm like, what, what the hell's the problem? And it probably took me an hour to an hour and a half to realize that, I wasn't able to play his course that day <laughs> and I had to sign up for court, the other two, the other rotation. So who are you with? Um, uh, first practice round. I'm in sewer super early, but I'm with the, I'm with two United States mid-am runner-ups, Joe Duraney and Garrett Rank. I, I was glad I, I asked you earlier because I've been watching hockey all day. It's been great. But Garrett Rank is an NHL ref. Oh, he just texted me. Playing you <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking if he was going to do any of these games. And then I figured he might be doing a game. and I knew you would know. So, Garrett Rank. Yeah, yeah. he said he was not big time enough to get the invite to uh, – where, where are they at? Where are they at? at Ottawa and Edmonton? Yeah, or no, Toronto. Toronto's right near where he lives. Yeah, he's like maybe not even an hour from Toronto. He had to be. He had, he had to have been one of the first out referees. But he's got to be. I mean, when you think about people that can contend from your age group, including you, it's got to be you and him. And I don't know. Maybe Scott Harvey. Like, I don't want to root for Joe Durrani. He's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Joe was that when when Stu and Denim made the run with you yeah. on the bag. Joe was my partner at that four ball. Yeah, except he, except I didn't touch a club the eight days leading up to it because I had to host the NCAA championship. But so you were coming in, you were coming in the night before. Yeah, I, we, I, my brother met me in Greensboro and watched the final round, and I didn't leave Greensboro till. 6 30 or 7 p.m and we drove we got to daytona beach at about four in the morning stopped at a hotel slept for like three hours got back in the car 
and drove all the way to Jupiter. And then when we get there and it ends up being like a three hour weather delay. Yeah. It was, a, it was brutal that first day. Yeah. But, and the, the funny thing was, is for that four ball, I emailed the USGA probably six months in advance because I knew that I'd be hosting the NCAA championship. And I told them, Hey, if I'm if you put me in a morning tea time round one, I'm gonna have to WD because I cannot make it there, and here's why. And they said thank you know their their response was oh thank you very much you know we have nothing to do with you know we can't do anything with tea times it's a computer automated system but thank you and then of course the tea times come out <laughs> and I guess they saw that Joe and I were both ranked in like the top 200 in Wagger and they gave me the last tea time. <laughs> nice. Just, just happened to, we won't do it. But thanks for asking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then, so the, and then they do it. They get so yeah. hard to help out a request here and there. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have some. You gotta have some heart. You think, but they don't. Have you ever been out there with your college team with Louisville or anything? No, we went. I took. Guilford to play in Laverne's tournament in Southern California. And that's, and then for, we went to Phoenix for, and played Whisper Rock for a training trip with Louisville this past, in this past January. But I've never been up to, I've never been up to Oregon. Man, it's going to be cold. Like I'm used to playing in this 90 degree weather and the high is like 63 degrees every single day. Yeah, that's perfect for you. I know. You love it. You're not scared. What is Mahanic? I had dinner with Mahanic the other night. I know. I tried. I, I know. I tried to Facetime you. You didn't answer. Oh yeah, we were we were at a we couldn't Facetime from where we were. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, they take your phone away from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad that I I passed that COVID test this week. <laughs> JP wouldn't let anybody he wouldn't let me talk about it at all until until he got his results back. He said he was gonna be embarrassed if he failed. I would have been. I know I, I'm in I'm in a group text with a couple other D three coaches and JP was making sure he's like, Don't tell anybody what I'm doing <laughs> next week. He's like, if, what if, if I fail, I don't wanna be <laughs> so they had, they had no clue. <laughs> so how's your game uh how's your wind game? Looks like you may get some practice this week. Oh, <laughs> Justin Holy Trash, hell. best good player in the world. I mean, it is. I mean, so growing in college, I used to play a twenty-yard hook, and it, the ball used to get maybe twenty-five feet off the ground. So I just oh, revert perfect. back. So when it gets when it gets windy, I just revert back to the sling that I played with in college, and it works out pretty good. You're you're right though. On Monday and Tuesday, it's high of sixty-five and sixty-three, and the wind's going to blow fifteen to twenty-five, and uh, 10 to 20. Yeah. Out of the north. Ooh. Oh, that is cold. I'm gonna oh. be, they're gonna, that's, that's real cold when you've been dealing with what we've been dealing with, for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. I might, I, might have to go, I might have to go buy a beanie in the pro shop. How's the, ba- how's the back feeling? Um, it's been better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the Sunny Hannah didn't allow a caddy, which was brutal. That's a brutal golf course to walk. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, it was not fun. So, did you do a three wheeler? Yes. Did you do that? But, 
I mean, some of those, I mean, as Stu knows, some of those hills, like, like I don't want to carry in a bag. Number yeah. two, I mean, you probably have to, like, get down low and really make sure you stayed low like you're driving a sled up that hill. Yeah, I, I had to sit down on number two. I had to sit down after I got up the hill <laughs> the last day because I started, because normally it's the second hole of the day, but because I started on number 10, it was my 11th hole of the day, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm tired. <laughs> The only the only time I'll ever find out how hilly that place is is when they turn into a housing development. <laughs> uh, I love JP. I love all your rivalries with the Sunny Hannah and Lexi Thompson and just oh, I saw her today. Yeah, we we got uh kind of close to each other during lunch, and there was some awkward eye contact that. I'm I'm kind of wondering when we get paired together in the final group on Saturday. I don't know if I need to apologize or if I just roll with it and let her know that she missed that putt on ten of Monroe with the wrong read. Can you bet on the LPGA? No. Nope. I think you can do it somewhere. I I haven't found it. I don't think that um, that's wise for caddies to do. <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah, I could give you a few players that have stood out. Yeah, that's, I don't see anything here. Can't bet on the USAM either, and that's disappointing. That is disappointing. I mean, what the hell? That's that's boy, don't bet on it. Come on. That's very. What happened the days of like the days of like Bobby Jones when there was Calcutta's at the <laughs> USAM? <laughs> that's kind of how the USAM used to be back when he played, right? Though JP, like. They exempted a lot of people. Almost, they just signed up for the national amateur, right? I mean, uh, I feel like I feel I'm, I'm reading a book about Bobby Jones, and he never talks about qualifying for. It. He's just like, yeah, this year I decided to play in the USAM. So, well, okay, <laughs> you just I'd like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, they probably didn't have that many people that could get to where it was. I mean, yeah. The U.S. Women's Am going on this week. I saw that. There, there's a girl playing. I think she plays for Wake Forest. Her last name's Keeney. Do you, do you know who that is, JT? Yeah, it's the because uh, when I was in North Carolina, she because that's where she's from. She's from North Carolina, but her brother, her older brother, played at Rhodes. Right. That's he's he's on the bag. Yep. So he's on the bag. This is a funny tidbit about the U.S. Women's Am. We don't have to go much further than this, but her mom's a really good player. She played in like 25 U.S. Women's Ams. She played in the 2001 U.S. Open while she was pregnant with her daughter. So, does that mean that her daughter played in the U.S. Open? <laughs> I mean, I mean, she was inside the ropes. She was there. She was there. She was doing something. Kicking around. I don't know. What about the Mid-Am? Is that going to happen this year? No, Mid-Am already got canceled. Oh, man. Yeah, USGA canceled. <laughs> Basically canceled every tournament that wasn't on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they only had four well, with the senior. They canceled the senior ones, too, but I guess that was on TV. But, <laughs> yeah, it's only the U.S. Am, Women's Am, and then the U.S. Open, U.S. Women's Open. Those are the only four USGA events this year. Are are they still doing dinners and stuff? No, I don't think so. At least I haven't gotten it. Normally they 
email blast you for wear your coat and tie and i haven't gotten anything i'm not packing any of that in years prior when you're exempt because you've been you've been exempt before or no you've been exempt in the mid-am i've been exempt in the mid-am the last four years so so when you qualify for a u.s amateur or something you have to pay the entry fee for the qualifier but nothing after that if you're exempt in the mid-am did you have to pay an entry fee or do you just... uh, yeah it's i think it's the exact same Okay, so for this, you, you still had to do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell no, they weren't going to let you play for free. <laughs> hey, for the for the trying to, trying to qualify for the four ball this year, even though we didn't qualify, we got our money back. Oh, Seriously? Really? <laughs> it was like 150 bucks, and they randomly sent it back. And um, once COVID started happening and they canceled it, they sent everybody their money back. Dang, <laughs> that had to be an ad. That had to be somebody got fired for that. I'm like, why did you give me my money back? But okay, sure. All right. Well, what are your tee times? Uh, I'm at twelve nineteen on Monday, and I'm at eight oh six a.m. on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Late early. Just... Oh, oh, it's great. Like, yeah. You, you can't get any better than late early. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tiger. He's late early. Oh, I thought he was early late. No, him and uh, him and B Todd are in the same wave. No, I oh, think who's, he's who's B, who's B Todd paired with. Am I wrong here? Tiger, no, I think Tar- Tiger's early late. I thought Tiger was right near B Todd. No, B Todd is paired with Doc Redman and a former uh, U.S. Amateur champion. Yep, and then a club pro that named Jason Karen. I'm not real sure what they were doing with beat Todd on the pairings, to be honest. Did, did you say he's paired with the New York Giant head football coach, Jason Garrett? Is that what I heard? <laughs> Jason, yeah. Close. <laughs> no, wait, he's not with, no. he's not with the Giants. No, he's, he was with Dallas. Yeah. Well, no, he's not the coach. Mike McCarthy's the coach. They got this. Oh, that's out. right. They got rid of him. I'm, I'm out on the NFL. I just, I, Joe Judge is the Giants coach. I know it's not going to happen this year, so it doesn't matter. Whoever it is, they've both got the same amount of chance of making a cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Justin, real quick, talk about how cool it is to play in in the USAM for people who haven't done it. Um, I mean, it's it's got to be. Got to be pretty cool to get to keep playing in them too. Yeah, I mean, you know, after the last, after the first time I played in it in 2014, I was that was the best. It was the coolest tournament I had ever played in at that point. And you know, they they treated. I thought they treated you like royalty. And then, you know, then I missed it the next year, missed it the following year, and I'm like, oh no, I'm never gonna make it back. And then I made it in 2017, and again, it was. I mean, I was just. In the practice rounds, at least I've just been in awe. Like I've played, I've not played well in the practice rounds just because it's like the course is literally there's not a blade of grass on the property that's out of place. And I mean, it's basically just like you're, you know, you're at a you're at a high level tour event, and you know the the you know, the, the player the gifts that they give you, you know, you obviously you get you get you and your caddy get the yardage books. And I mean, it's just a first class event all the way. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to cherish every one that I get to play in because you never know, you never know 
when it's going to be your last one. That's right. I I played in one in 2000, I don't know if it was 2003 or four at Oakmont and oh, and uh, good one good one to play. Yeah, in. it was it was pretty good. Arnold Palmer was the speaker at the dinner. Um it's pretty cool, but yeah, you you'd think back on it and you're like I I never would have thought that would be the only USAM I played in. I played in some pub links and a bunch of other stuff, but it it was just so hard to qualify. Um Yeah. So did you win two two matches there, Stuart? No, I won one match. I beat Nicholas Thompson, JP, oh, Lexi's brother, Waxton. Beat him four and three, and then I lost to a guy named Adam Rubinson, who was a Walker Cupper that year. And he he beat me uh, one up, and then he lost to Casey Wittenberg, who went on to the finals that year. Did you- did you win two matches at the British Amateur? I won two at the British Am. Okay. In two thousand six, maybe. If you if you qualify for US Amateur, does that get you in the British Am? Back then, it did. Yeah, you you were exempt because they were trying to get more. Because the British Am is kind of like the what you were saying the US Am is back in the early nineteen twenties or whatever. Over there, you just pretty much signed up. So they were trying to strengthen their field, so they got to a point where anybody who qualified for the USM was exempt if you wanted to come. Yeah, my my dad qualified for the AM in 98, and I think he found out about that and decided to go over to Royal County Down and play the British AM in 99. Yeah, it was it was a, the coolest experience. I mean, I'd I'd go again if they if they'd have me. <laughs> Where's the call? Could you go over there, Justin? Yeah, I could. I'm probably not allowed to travel internationally anymore. No. No. Not anymore. But, no, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, at Louisville, basically the whole team was internationals, and there were three from Ireland. And they basically just said if you were – they they almost – it seemed like they almost gave preference to Americans still. And, like, basically if you were in, like, the top 1,500 in Wagger and you were an American and you wanted to come over, like, you're in. Because from my understanding, I think it's all – I mean, I think it's 312 players. And yeah, it's it all, is. It's all invitation. There's no qualifying, I don't think. Right. You just pretty much signed up if you were yeah. exempt. That's awesome. Is it? Has it been weird this summer at all? I mean, you, you mentioned Louisville with international players. Um, you've been in Louisville the past two years. Has it been weird seeing your, play, your, your players at <laughs> – no, not really. Um, you know, you know they they knew they know that coaching's a business, and that the new head coach wanted to bring in his own assistant instead of keep me. So there was no, you know, they you know they say you know they'll miss me, and you know I actually played with three of them in the practice round at the Western Am at Crooked Stick. <laughs> <laughs> so you're tight with them still. Yeah, one of them, one of them made it to the one of them made it to match play. The you've, got a good, you've got a good mentality for all that. You're not really a grudge holder. You're not no. a petty person. No, no. I'd, I'd struggle in that situation. I'd be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> So do y'all think college, are y'all going to play college golf? Oh, yeah. As of right now, yeah. 
even even though or even though actually earlier this afternoon the ncaa well i guess division three i think division two followed suit like an hour later but they already canceled for division three all the fall championships for the ncaa and they're not rescheduling them for the spring really but good thing the golf championships in the spring already (laughs) so do you think so y'all aren't sure if y'all will be able to play any tournaments or they just hadn't really said i don't know Justin's not allowed to travel. I'm not allowed. I'm not supposed to. I got clearance to do one overnight trip. Oh, for golf. I got you. You're going to go to Punica? No, it's uh, going to Bluffton, Ohio, because it's both the men and the women. They're both, it's the same tournament. It's got both, or the tournament has both men and women's teams. So anytime I can kill two birds with one stone, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Hanover's budget is not as, um, how do I say this? Is not as healthy as Louisville's budget. Robust. <laughs> <laughs> I met uh, I met Dory Carter today. Oh, is she? Wait, is she playing? Yeah. Oh, she's awesome. Did so you tell Laura, her? Did you mention me? I didn't really get it. She she was talking to Laura. Laura's a Louisville grad. Oh yeah, that's right. So she was giving Laura some gear, and I just kind of, I didn't really know how to bring it up. I I try to keep my mouth shut most of the time when I'm around here. That's you know. gotta be that's gotta be tough, JP. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be really hard. <laughs> it's it's difficult. I just kind of I get a good chance to observe. Well, so yeah. give us back to the since JP, I mean, is just out of his element. The LPGA, give some people to watch at the at the USAM for your average golfer that just kind of wants to follow I mean, and know some people. Well, I mean, I think you got to go with the the four people that have won the four big amateur tournaments in the last month or so. Ty, Ty Strafacci won the North and South and, and then actually won the Palmetto the week after. He's a, I think he's going to be a super senior at Georgia Tech. Um, and then uh, Mac Meisner um, won the Southern Am at Merido in Dallas, which I think is his home course because uh, he plays the SMU. And then the Sunny Hannah was Preston Summerhays, which is Boyd Summerhays' son. Who is is he? Is he female swing coach or caddy? I'm a little confused by that. I think he's both right now. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Pearson Cootie, one of the Cootie twins, uh, obviously won the Western um, last week. I mean, you know, and you know, you got you got the staples of some top guys like you know, like Cole Hammer. Obviously, will obviously will be there. He's he played. He played in the U.S. Open when it was at Chambers Bay, which is, I'm assuming, Chambers Bay and Bandon Dunes are going to play very similar. I don't know. Uh, Chambers Bay seems. I think it was like hot. Was it? Yeah. But, um, you know, and then, you know, John Pock, who's top, another top ten player in the world, pretty good. Um, I'll tell you what, the kid that had some game that I played with at Sunny Hannock was Quade Cummins and. He's got the ability to go low. He is definitely someone, if he makes it to match play, um, is definitely someone that I think people would rather not face. <laughs> the uh, And then, you know, well, hell, I'll throw, I'll throw two guys from the University of Louisville out there. John Murphy, who won the Byron Nelson Award this past year, um, he's from Ireland, so he's used to playing in the cold and the wind and the link-style golf course. 
and then Matthias Schmid, who's I think twenty top twenty in the world. Um, he played in the British Open last year because he won the European Am and he just made it to the uh, match play at the Western last week. So, and, you know, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but you know, you know, I'm not I'm not going out there just for you know just to show up and play thirty six holes and go home. So, <laughs> absolutely, you're two for two in match play. That's that's a pretty impressive yeah, stat, it. to be honest. Yeah, you yourself in there, but how do you leave? How do you leave defending champion and and quarter finalist at the Western out of that list? There, how many back to back winners of the U.S. Ham has there ever been? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you're, you're we were talking about people to watch for. Former Monroe Invitational champion. That's right. He played the Monroe like six years in a row. That's right, Andy Ogletree. I mean, I mean, obviously he'd be up there, but I just the odds of repeating. Is Tiger the only one that's done that? Pro, I mean, I, I, think you, in, I think in common era. Yeah, I was about to say if you go back, maybe in the twenties and thirties, you may have had some, but but I mean, sure. that's simply sure, the only yeah. reason I leave I leave out Ogletree is just because he won it last year, and the odds of repeating are astronomical well so many people also since like tiger a lot of people turn pro within the next year you know yeah yeah, that's very true so they don't get a good chance to um to repeat yeah i don't know it's a it's a wide open event for sure yeah the the links golf makes it a little i guess Somebody else from over there, I think he's top 10 in the world, going to be a super senior, I think, at Texas Tech, Sandy Scott. He's another one that's from Scotland that will probably that would probably be up there come next weekend. What about Matt Fitzpatrick's brother? Alex. Is he some game? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's up there. His, I was like, I remember we played with he, – he plays at Wake Forest. I remember I walked with the guy who – who, the Louisville guy that was playing with him, I walked with him for five or six holes, and I saw three or four different putting grips from Alex Fitzpatrick. All right, he's in, out. in five or six holes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, ball striking wise, I mean, I mean, he was, I mean, he's solid. Hell, they're all really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through the winners. I've got the people that have gone back to back. Um, H.J. Wiggum, Walter Travis. <laughs> Uh, Jerome Travers, Bobby Jones. Then we've got to go all the way to Lawson Little in 1935. From 1935 until Tiger, there was nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I'm looking. Oh, no, Harvey Ward did it in 55 and 56. Oh, I mean, how could you forget Harvey Ward? Harvey Ward, part of the match. Yeah. Wow. Lawson Little was involved in all that too yeah that's that's the best golf book ever yeah yeah absolutely that's a i'm I'm reading a book by that same author right now doing a lot of reading jp i like it yeah who, wait so who, who who are your all's picks for the usam i pick i i pick andy ogletree spencer ralston justin trashko garrett rank pierces and cootie Pierceson, yeah, <laughs> that's his name. Pierceson, anyway, is that, I, think, I think it's just Pearson, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I I don't know. It's, I think it's Pierceson or something. 
It's spelled funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up now. I played with him at the Transmiss maybe two years ago, and I'm pretty sure he just did said it's, Pearson. It's spelled P-I-E-R-C-E-S-O-N. Pearson. Why? So you just skip the E? Sure. Okay. I like Strafashi, too. I'm all He's in. He's a low ball hitter. He hits one of the best stinger three woods I've ever seen. And he's feisty. I'm all in on I'm all in on Cole Hammer. I don't know how he's been playing, but he should have won in 2018. He should have won the Southern Am, but he gassed it. That's who. That's who I'm. At. I'm. I'm going with him, or maybe John Augustine to get some revenge. Made it to the finals last year. Maybe one of those. Why don't you, why don't you just go ahead and pull the knife out of my back there, too? <laughs> oh no. What did I do? I, I, I picked you, JP. I know. <laughs> and and Ricky Castillo. Oh, he's oh still, yeah. How did I how did I leave him out? That's my that's my okay. If I'm not allowed to pick myself, that's my pick. And he played good. He played well last year. That's that's my pick. If I can't pick myself, I Ricky didn't realize he's from California Castillo. and ended up at Florida. What about any? Has, has anybody? Um, failed a COVID test that you've heard of? Uh, I know, I know Davis Thompson. Damn, there's another one. Yeah, that's another. I reason. know Davis Thompson tested positive, and he had to EWD from the Sunny Hannah, but he was at the Western and played pretty well. But and I know there's an uh, somebody, some kid that goes to Bandy tested positive for it too, and had to miss the Southern, but he's back and playing now too. They went ahead and they went ahead and got it out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Smart, smart people right there. <laughs> I mean, those are the only two guys in the field that know that they're playing, regardless of what happens. That's exactly right. I don't. I might. I think Garrett Ray's going to make a run. I don't know if I mentioned him with my pick, but I mean, playing in Canada, he won the Western Am last year, so he's not scared to make like like for a mid Am. No offense, JT. They're usually not known for their endurance. Correct. The mid is the longest term of the year. He won that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's he, That kind of taught him that he can win. Former runner-up in the U.S. mid Hits it really far. Hits what, it low, too. What about professional amateur Stuart Hagestead? Nah, go home. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, he well, he's going to have to, you know... D- they did ban anchoring, right? Yeah. Unless you're I think that the I don't think that I don't think the LPGA tour knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me that picture and I'm like, oh my goodness. Stuart, I've seen I've seen three girls in the putting green this week. They're anking they're they're anchoring the putter between their breasts. <laughs> I'm I'm I mean I'm not trying to be I hope that doesn't sound vulgar. I'm not trying to be no. like it's, but that it's it's like there, and you see the shirt get pressed in. It's anchored. They weren't worried about it, huh? I don't know. I would be. I'm gonna. I'm on site. I'm calling out all the rules violations. You can't. You better not be marking your ball improperly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
All right, JP, we need to let Justin go. He's got to get up in five hours. I know. I know. We've 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 been sitting here too long. He's on Central Time. It's only nine thirty where he is. Six no, hours. No, I'm on Eastern. Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, well he's, so so. He's, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have not got a chance to listen to your all's picks for the PGA that oh, yeah. were out yesterday with B Todd. So obviously, other than B Todd, who who were the picks? I picked the Tiger. I think I picked John Rahm. I like John Rahm. I mean, how is Brooks Kepka not going to win? Yeah. He's, because he sucked on Sunday at the WGC. And he would have, he would have, JT got some of the luckiest yes, breaks he did. I've ever seen. And he got them all in like four hole stretch. Yeah. I mean, how that, one, that ball in 15 he hit ends up across the water and 50 yards from the green. And, I mean that was that was silly. I mean, and, and Kepka only gets up for the majors. The WGC wasn't big enough for him. The more that I looked into it today and watched live from for about six hours, <laughs> I think that Rory McIlroy might have his week again. No, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Well, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't really had like a top ten in a major in a while, but or I, I don't know, maybe he's had top ten. He hasn't won one since 2014. I mean, I mean, what what are the odds in Vegas? On Jordan Spieth um, collecting the career Grand Slam, not good enough. I mean, he, the dude's like the dude's like twenty five, and people have just written him off. It's crazy. I I I like the Spieth call. I just I think that the odds weren't high enough to take him right now. Um, but Rory, I mean, Rory's never lost on this golf course. <laughs> What he, he hasn't. He went five. He, he went undefeated in the WGC match play in 2015. Only time he's been here. Thirty-eight to one is not is Jordan Spieth's odds. Is this is this is this the 1930s when the PGA is still match play or is it stroke play? This week? <laughs> Tiger's never lost here either. That's right. That's right. The Tiger wasn't the Presidents Cup there like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. he went five and zero. Oh. Tiger played. Tiger played with Davis Love and Steve Tricker today. Working on his old. He's asking That's about right. back tips. He is does think. T- he still thinks it's two thousand three. Is that where Tiger is now? Like he's just like the old guy. And... <laughs> yeah. And oh, he, I mean, he can't play. He can't play because he can't stay healthy. JP. JP, auto. You, you have to give us the auto press move that you've seen. The biggest auto press move you've seen since amateur golf's been back in. And Stuart, we use autopress loosely with Justin because he is a white belt wearer. <laughs> I know. I remember Spencer Ralston sent us that picture uh, yeah. of him drinking coffee in a white belt. I'm the only one to pick Spencer. A year the, ago. Give us an autopress. Besides the 10th hole of Sonny Hanna. The, oh, my gosh. Um, I, I won't. I won't. Just to to keep it anonymous, I won't say if this was a tournament round. Um, I'm not saying it's not a tournament round, but <laughs> somebody somebody made a two and a half footer for par and gave it a scream at the top of his lungs. The come on after making it two and a half footer for par and literally screamed right in my face. <laughs> not I don't think he knew I was right next to him, but it was it was an auto press. I also happened to miss the two and a half footer. 
because I have that was the one that came right back out at me because it hit the flag stick. So but. now we do know that it was a turn around, <laughs> <laughs> and and we know we know where it was, and we can probably figure out who it was because it must have been in contention at this point. <laughs> what about what about give us a couple good recruiting auto presses? Like those are my favorite. Like people stories that you've seen. Oh, I I love the I love the, the best ones were the best ones were when I was in Louisville. Because I was, I was still getting the same emails, and I'm sure JP gets right now <laughs> about the, you know, I, I started playing golf when, you know, when I was. I've loved golf since I was seven. Thirteen, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, my first year in high school, I, you know, I averaged an 85 in competition, and then, you know, I've really improved, and I got it down to an 83 for my sophomore year. And now, and now it's it's at, it's at seventy nine point eight. And I just really think that I could I could be a positive attribute to the University of Louisville, and I think I could really help the team out. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, I got five of those a week. It's like you know, I love I love that you you want to dream big, but you can't break eighty. But they'd be a great on a, on a sixty three hundred yard golf course. But they'd be a great teammate. They wouldn't cause any problems. Uh, well, yes, they wouldn't cause any problems because they wouldn't be on the trips. <laughs> you know what I've always wondered? When I go to tournaments, you got a mom and dad a lot of the times watching, and they're both carrying backpacks. And I just I want to open the backpacks and see what's inside of them. I mean, I mean, there's only one logical explanation. Rain gear and boots. That's it. That's it. Yeah, uh, no, nothing else. That's it. I'm, I'm completely with you on that. that. I just, yeah, I guess the Rangers, okay, that makes sense. But, I mean, the backpacks are just, it, it, it's amazing. I want to open them up. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing that. If I, if I'm going to talk to a kid, I need to see what's in their parents' backpack. <laughs> I think that's a good strategy. <laughs> Teach you a lot about, a lot about if what's going on. If it's the second one, you're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. The other thing that, that and I guess when recruits come on visits, you know, I love it when I'm sure JP does it too, but I love it when I ask, when I ask the, I ask the recruit the question and, and the parent answers every mm. time. Mm. Not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, I actually asked uh, Johnny or Sally that question, not, not, not you. <laughs> you already had the chance to play a sport in college if you wanted to 25 years ago and you either chose poorly or i don't know but let's let's let your kid answer this one i mean you're you're right that's like jp want to check their book bag if if you're carrying anything for your kid other than rain gear he you don't need to be carrying it I gotta all right go justin we're we're really gonna let you go this time <laughs> You're now down to less than five hours since you're on Eastern time until you got to get up. So, but we've enjoyed it. Do you have the Hanover bag this week? By the way, last I question. do. I do. I'm rocking. I'm rocking the the royal blue bag that says Hanover Panthers on the side, and it says Coach Tereshko on the ball pocket. And I'm going to be honest. You I'm going to be honest. Quick. Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it was my brother's. <laughs> <laughs> Coach right. Tereshenko, good luck. <laughs> All right, thank you. thanks, guys. All right, bye. All right. that's it.